Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, John. Hey, mm. we almost talk alike. We almost talk alike. This gets got to be careful here. Mm. Okay, new listeners. Just so you know, this is the Bro Show. Two actual brothers talking about four different things. Now, let me review that again. <laughs> Two brothers talking about four things. My name is Jerry. My name is John. Thank you for repeating it. I've almost forgot it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yeah. One thing I think we have to mention before we get too carried away, and we do get carried away, and we will get carried away today because we have some interesting stuff coming up. Uh, you reviewed a book, as I recall, John. Well, what I did is I we don't. You need to get to read the whole story. I did a book review, and I uh, yeah. we decided to put it on the uh, on the website. Yeah. Yep. And that uh, is where it is sitting. Okay, in the show notes, there's going to be a link to it. It's a review of the book Reconnect. And yes. I enjoyed it, John. Uh, and, uh, you know, Sarah down in Australia took a look at it. Really? Jane and Rose took a look at it. I sent it to him. I was proud of you. I sent it out. Oh, man. You didn't have to do that, but you did. So Mary, <laughs> I did. Mary Jane goes to me, why did you send this to me? <laughs> she hadn't even looked at it. She just wanted to know why before she would look at it. You know, yeah, hey, look. You know what that's yeah. called? That's called 48 years of marriage. That's what that's called. Yeah. I, and that's no yeah, trust I, whatsoever. I do believe I've heard those words before. Why? 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 Well, anyway, she, she, she let up a little bit. I said, I'm proud of my brother. This is a good article. And in it, he's very forthright and open and transparent about how he relates to the environment. It is interesting. <clears throat> She goes, no. you know, you're right, it is. She backed off completely. Oh, really? She said, oh, yeah, well. completely. So, you know, and Sarah <sighs> Sarah thought it was good. She liked it. She thought it was oh, cute. I've heard the word cute a couple times to describe it. Oh, dear. Oh, I know you don't like that. That bothers but me. That makes it I sound thought, so shallow, superficial. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a little deeper than that, but I guess I better... I just better look in the mirror and realize what I am. I'm cute. Oh, come on. Don't take it, to the end. <laughs> take it personally. Jeez. Wow. That went, that went south quickly. Hey, what, what shirt are you wearing? Hey, listen, I decided a shirt I haven't worn very often, the decal shirt, the one with the little picture of us in the, on the corner, you know, the uh, uh, circular. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, um, it's insignia uh, shirt. It, the insignia. It's a, it, that's exactly it. The call. The, that's a good. That's a good term for it. The insignia shirt. It's the one where we get a chance to be modest, and rather than planting our faces on in the big on the front of it, we just put it a little in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, kind of like a company logo kind of thing. Yeah. What the heck? It's been or a while, so I thought this this shirt yeah. deserved to be worn today. Excellent, excellent move. <laughs> I am wearing. I'm wearing the. Tahiti blue colored. I'm with the band T-shirt, which is also our sponsor this week. That's a good, that's a good connection there. You're coordinated. You like that? You yeah. like that? Yeah. Uh, it, it's a nice T-shirt. I'm with the band. And uh, the money goes to Music Cares, uh, and it helps musicians who are in need of health services, financial services, or services. I suppose. Yeah, let's just say in other services. And other. Okay, okay. <laughs> And uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. 
So anyway, everybody, you can get that T-shirt for your very own. And, you know, now don't use it to get into a gig for free. People have been trying to do that. They wear the shirt. and they Oh, go, man. Yeah. yeah. Can you read the shirt? Hey, it's can like, you, it's like yeah. you just strut up and, and stick your thumbs out band. and point it to the left, right. Yeah. I'm with the band. <laughs> yeah. Oh, excuse me, sir. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way that works. Okay. Uh, what do you, you are you ready? Are you all ready for a, a yeah story? yeah we we, we, we ox have an story. ox story of course this is the season of the ox and we're coming up with ox stories left and right and we've delivered oh. once, again. once again a couple of weeks ago we had one on beer so we thought we had to step up our game a little bit on the alcohol front and yeah. and go for whiskey so sure enough we found a uh, uh, we found there's a variety of of distillers that have taken it decided to promote their whiskey, calling it, you know, the year of the ox, lunar ox, whatever. So, Suntory Royal Whiskey. We've got a large distiller in mm. Japan, uh, uh, one of the Huge. big boys in, in the industry, yeah. third largest in the world. In fact, if you, they've gobbled up some U.S. distillers. Uh, so, if you've ever heard of Jim Beam, uh, Glenn Fittage, all that mm. Maker's Mark, all this good stuff. Maker's Mark? Yeah, they make Maker's Mark too. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's so. Uh, yeah. What they do yeah. is they they put together a uh, a whiskey and then put it into a container. And what we've got here is we've got a we got the royal whiskey. We got a whiskey in which it's put into a ceramic container that is an ox. And uh, they've done this. They've done this for a, uh, a series of years. So you could actually. Go back and and get one for the rat from the previous yes. you know, lunar year. Yes, I saw that. <clears throat> There's a pig one too. Yes, so it's sort of I would call a, a, you can make it part of a collection series. You know, once you buy a, a thing such as this, you run the risk of becoming a collector. Yeah, and so we find that some people who rather than they they, they collect. Whiskey, like the, like I collect baseball cards. So what oh. they'll do is they'll sh- and they'll showcase them by putting in their whiskey cabinet. So all of a sudden they'll be drinking and say, "Look at my collection of ceramic containers with this wonderful whiskey." And uh, and so that's what we have. Isn't, isn't, um, isn't that a fire hazard? I think if you don't open stuff? it, I, it's amazing. I think quite often these have never been opened. Is part of the the key to the exercise. That so, may be, but you know, like people in a household frequently throw things at one another. What if you duck and what the the plate they threw at you hits that cabinet? It breaks open, and you know somebody's smoking and bluey. Sounds up. like a lot of ifs to me. Hmm. But you know okay. what we did is we we I got a guy myself in the, you got in a the guy? spirit industry. I got a guy. I got a guy in the spirit industry, uh, Brett Pontani, who is not only a, he's a listener, he was a guest on our show. I got to call out to Brett because what I was hoping to do today was I was hoping that I could have the whiskey in front of me and actually take a shot while the show was going on. And proceed to try to, to do the show. Try to finish um, the show. Yeah, yeah try, try to finish the show before the whiskey finished me. <laughs> well, that could and, still be a problem. <laughs> but to for do, other reasons. This is no a problems. good news, bad news story here. Because okay. the fact is, Brett hasn't gotten back to me yet. And that's the bad news is. The good news is, this whiskey costs over $300 a bottle. Ooh. And I didn't have to shell out the buckos to buy it. 
So that uh, that's that's a good. And after the show's over with, I'll just have to have a beer to make up for it. Why wait? Yeah. Well, that's, no, no, that's no, no. The, that's the Daniel's motto. <laughs> <laughs> it's five o'clock someplace in this wonderful world. Yeah, I know. I get Why it. Wait? I get it. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. Let me get this straight. Now we have no, we have nothing from. We're hoping to get the word from Brett. Is this stuff any good or not? Oh yeah, I mean, I, I think it's is it premium. The, li- is it premium liquor? It is premium. This is this is uh, okay. the, the real deal. This is the not just the a smooth preface. Scotch whiskey. Uh, they are known with their collection series. Actually, what they've done is by buying distilleries in the United States, they've dummied down. Yeah, yeah oh. their stuff over. They keep the good stuff over in Japan normally, unless you want to pay mega bucks. Ooh, yeah. ooh. Well, I have a question about this. You said it's Scotch whiskey. Yeah, it's actually that's a taste thing. So even though yeah. Scotch is uh, is a different flavor than than bourbon. Yeah. So usually you think about it's all whiskey spirits, but you've yeah. got bourbon and you've got Scotch. And don't ask me any more questions about it because I know nothing. Okay, now <laughs> now aren't these related to malted milk somehow? Malt is a. Uh, it's just a ingredient that is put oh. into into Inter- beer, but malt or comes more. into beer. Yeah, it's water. What about malt, single pot. malt? What about single malt? Isn't that a thing? Single with malt, double whiskey? malt. Yeah. Well, the thing with whiskey is that it, typically the 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 malt, if you have double, it's much smoother. A single malt is is a one that man you better you better yeah you better, it'll, it'll it kind of goes down a little harsh. Down the old throat. Is that right? Then why do people make such a big deal out of single malt? Hey, listen, I could have it all screwed up. I'm just, I'm just on the fly here. I, I don't you're know anything fly. about whiskey. Oh, you're making this shit up. Okay. Yeah, that's the idea. Okay, all right. Well, yeah, I, I just couldn't help it. You see it all the time. Single malt, thirty years old. A single malt yeah. might be better than that. Single malt may be great. I might have just screwed this thing up. I might have. Or had maybe just it the tastes opposite. good with a cigar. Maybe it tastes good with a cigar. Or yeah, maybe it's, it's it's harsh at first, but then if you give it thirty years, it's really smooth. You don't know. <laughs> you don't, you don't know. know. Hey, listen. I what? thought I what? was the only one making things up. Now I know I'm not. Oh, this feels good. <laughs> this feels good. We're in a sweet spot. Okay, oh, Oxtory, Suntory, Royal Whiskey, Royal Whiskey. Is the Emperor involved? I have to ask. You don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, do we, have yeah. a word? do we have a word or what? Callow is the word. It's my week for the word. And I came up with callow, uh, C-A-L-L-O-W. And it means immature or inexperienced. And words quite often kind of come together naturally. And callow and youth are quite often used together yeah, because youth uh, youth, can be young and, and immature and experienced. So callow youth, if you see that, it's kind of a, oh, that's that kid who doesn't know what he's doing. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, immature and experienced. Yeah. Give, so give me I an example. Up, can you give me yeah, an example? Well, what happened is I, uh, a little, just a very slight background. I'm reading a baseball book and in the book, uh, a Hall of Fame oh. pitcher is confronted with having to go into the service. And when he goes into the service, he likes to keep himself baseball ready. And this is back in mm. World War II. And so as he's training in the in their time off, they he plays baseball. And so here's the, the, the sentence I came up with. In 1942, pitcher Bob Feller 
joined the Naval baseball team and faced off against Callow draftees. So it's just saying that he basically yeah. uh, proceeded to take advantage of a bunch of young kids and uh, pitch uh, his fastball by them and gleefully say, I just struck you out. Gee. <laughs> you, you'd have like to know Bob Feller to appreciate that. It, oh, he's yeah. so bad. He, he, he loved to. Oh, yeah. we, on another show, we'll do a book review on a book that's called The Day Bob Feller Came to Louisville where he proceeded to, at the age of 65, felt he was really good by striking out a bunch of disc jockeys by throwing curveballs. <laughs> wow. He was 65 when he did that? He was 65 when he did it, and he thought, I can still do this. And then all of a sudden, one of the baseball players said, that clown out there, what I'm going to do is I am going to put on my regular clothes. I'm going to go out there. And so a regular ball player came up there against 60 and proceeded to hit line drives at Bob Feller. Well, <laughs> that's a whole nother story. Oh, you know how to have fun. Those are good stories. Yeah. I, li- I like those things. So callow. All right, we got the word. You know, I get mixed up with this word callow, fallow, and shallow. That's where I go wrong. Fallow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, give me the fallow. Yeah. I, for- I forget. I-, I think if I saw it, no, it's is it? It's it doesn't have stuff in it. Fallow to me would be. I don't know. Gone bad, it? gone bad, you know. Really? I thought, okay. I thought, I thought, I could be wrong about fellow. Um, we, need some, we need some feedback from listeners. Maybe Nate McClure can give us the word <laughs> fellow. I'm yeah, we need some wordsmith, to, to, yeah, some yeah. word guru to help us out. We do. And Nate's the man. If he can't do it, no one can. So, yeah, uh, shallow, of course, we know what that means. But anyway, those all sound so similar to me that, you know, just... I get mixed up with the with the names. Fallow. It has to do with plowing, I think. Ah, I'm not positive. I think does that sound right? I don't. Know. It's agricultural. <laughs> I think it's agricultural. Gone fallow. You know, grown over. I don't I think know. you've gone fallow, huh? Okay. I think I have gone fallow. Let's do two takes. We're going to talk about. Well, yeah, it is unseeded. Yeah, you're right. It's a, it's a it's uncultivated. It's 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 farming. Give the okay. guy a QB doll. What we decided to take on, which is a big, a bigger than both of us, it was the yeah. infrastructure bill that President Biden has proposed. Uh, you know, I would say calling this thing a big boy bill would be an understatement. Trillions it of dollars. Uh, yeah. And the fact is that as we took a look at it, we said, what can we do to talk about this bill to kind of size it down, break it up a little bit? And I think what we we were just stumble bumble through the week uh going back and forth and it seemed like we were yeah. going further and further apart before we could bring it together yeah. and finally we had this inspiration why don't we take a look at the definition infrastructure yeah yeah and all yeah. of a sudden it just made it clear that maybe everybody who's involved with this bill ought to do that yeah, they ought to go to dictionary.com and look up the definition and then go to Wiki. Wiki has got some get the history. Yeah. Get the history. It's quite a word, John. Well, as I take a look at this definition, and I will give it real quickly and then point out the key words I feel. Yeah. Infrastructure has been defined as the physical components of interrelated systems providing service commodities and services essential to enable, sustain, enhance societal living conditions, and maintain the surrounding environment. Wow. That's a lot lot to swallow, but the bill's even bigger than that. So let's let's 
be thankful we've got this nice definition. Yeah, it was so I Latin. Latin. Yeah. Infra, infra below structure means oh structure. below yeah structure. In other words, it means structure. Can you believe that? Well, yeah. I mean, the, the original that's thing the Latin had to, word. That's the Latin word. It's Latin. I know you took two years of Latin. Yeah, two years of Latin. They, they you know, they had to cancel a third year. Otherwise, I would have taken that. Well, wait a minute. That happened Boy. to me too. It can't happen to both of us. It can. We went to the same school. Yeah, I guess so. They tried twice. <laughs> yeah. Twice. Both times we wanted to take the third year Latin, they decided, no, you've had enough of it. Yeah, Mr. Skirbaki probably couldn't put up with us. He had some limitations. <laughs> yeah. So, but mm-hmm. I think the key is we take a look at this definition, and you've pointed out, the obviously, let's go to the Wayback Machine and realize mm-hmm. it's the under, it's sort of like if you were making a road, you yeah. just don't slap some uh, s- some pebbles and stone. You got to have something underneath to yes, give it you support. Yeah. So support's important. Pipes, well, we take a look at this, this definition: interrelated systems. Yes, sir. So in other words, it has to be coordinated. The whole bill needs to take in consideration that we've done our best job of being efficient in terms of making sure that the pieces make sense as we take a look at them together. So you need to step back and say. And go through, I would call like a checklist and say, yeah, interrelated. Yeah. Has that been covered? Then we need to consider the fact that sustainability enhance our living conditions. Quite often this bill has been confront, has been proposed by our, uh, our president in terms of, well, it's going to give us jobs. Jobs. And yeah. it's a jobs bill. It's to help our economy. Well, let's just, why don't we try to why don't help? Let me take a look at the world why don't we take a look at the earth and make sure i think the last thing that's important is maintain the surrounding environment this bill is bigger than just people it has to do with us as a part of earth world nature whatever it might be and i've got this i have this thing about this because i read this book and the review this little tease read the book my book review and you'll get a better idea of why i keep harping about mm-hmm. the fact that we need to take a look at infrastructure as it relates to animals, plants, everything that surrounds us. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my take on it. Um, and so we started with the definition. And then we decided yeah. that we would maybe, rather than talking about every one of the doggone seven big steps or six or seven pieces of it, we'd kind of yeah. pick one each. Yeah. So why don't you start? You have like uh, what internet or what was it? What's yeah, it called? Broadband. 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 So why don't you kind of give me what yeah. you? We're going to dispense of this. The goal. The goal is 100% coverage. They want to have 100% of the United States and Hawaii and Alaska internet ready. In other words, everyone in the United States can connect to the internet. So if there's an emergency or people have to uh, shelter in place again, they can continue with their jobs and with school. That's the idea behind it. So they want 100% coverage. And that special emphasis on tribal lands, because very often if you're part of a Native American tribe, you are SOL. You do not get the good stuff. So they're trying to remedy that by making up for it with this, uh, this broadband part of the jobs bill. So broadband is a good thing. It creates lots of jobs. Why? Because you have to lay either copper or fiber optics in order to let these remote areas have coverage. What are the remote areas? Well, you know them. 
Midwest where there's nothing but farms, you know, every once in a while, or places like Wyoming where they have one representative because there aren't enough people to have two. You know, they're very spread out population. That's the hardest stuff. And nobody wants to take these. No Internet service providers want to go into these areas because it is unprofitable. So what the bill hopes to do and is to uh, subsidize some of these things so these areas can get covered and to ensure that the monthly bills are not prohibitive. So that's the mm. goal of the thing. Now, there's one more piece of this that needs to be mentioned. Uh, <clears throat> not everybody's aware of this, but now you can impress people at parties with what I'm about to tell you. Broadband is uh, made up of two parts, uploads and downloads. As I speak, I'm uploading data to a server, and then it's sent to John and he, where it gets downloaded. So there's uploads and downloads. For things like conversation, it's good to have a healthy upload rate. But guess what? The ISPs don't like upload. They like the overemphasized downloads because they can save money doing that. So mm. there is some attention in this bill to ensure that there's a decent upload rate because the more people work at home, the more they have to upload. You know, people aren't just watching Internet TV or something like that or listening to a great podcast like uh, The Bro Show. Uh, no, they're doing other stuff like Zooming and having a conference call or just calling and having a video one-on-one -on -one with somebody. For that, you yep. need good upload speed. So check that out when this stuff hits the ground and they say, hey, if we got a deal for you. And they say, oh, three megabits upload, but we have 70 megabits download. They frequently don't even tell you what the upload is. So Well, it sounds beware. like it might be important as we coordinated with the need for education, distance yes. learning uh, yes. would fit into that inter, you know, going and being able to provide this two-way uh, exercise. So yeah, all they good. Call it symmetry. They call it symmetry. Asymmet yes. Asymmetrical <laughs> is what we have now. And here's the thing, John. If you're using copper, you almost have to make it very asymmetrical. But if you're using fiber optics, got the bandwidth, you can you can make it good both ways. So that's why people are also pushing for fiber optics. That will take longer, but it might be worth it. Very good. Okay. What so do you got? What I you got. got I took transportation, and uh, what I I think to start this. I mean, we quite often hear the word sensible growth. I think what we've just experienced as we were living through the pandemic is we we realize that we're coming out of it. What we need to do is think about sensible rebound, and that means that we need to not go hog wild as we go to become. Uh, it's not, it, it, we we need to learn that we don't need to go back to the outrageous consumption uh, that we had. And we, we will fuel uh, the economy, obviously, and we could, we could overheat the economy. Yes, and that's inflation. what we got to be worried about. So I took the uh, transportation with that in mind and thinking about, well, it's important is transportation typically will be looking at the, we think about all oh, that bridge. Oh, yeah, wasn't that one that, you know, oh, we need to repair it. Yeah, so there's all yeah. these bridges and highways that we need to bring back into shape, and that's important. But I also believe that we need to understand that, that there are other components of the transportation bill that might be able to complement the idea of green infrastructure, the idea uh -huh. of, of maybe sustainability. 
And those include uh, looking at vehicles. Electric vehicles is something that's been promoted. Yeah. I think it's very good. So the other one I look at is I look at urban tra- transit. We need to have things which we are being more efficient with our resources in using more, uh, you know, public transportation. Yeah. The, key, the one that I like the best, though, is trains. Ooh. And I think as we take a look at trains, we need to understand that there's a there's been a big push and it just doesn't seem to be moving quick enough with respect to this. And that is to actually have uh, interconnection between cities that are like 250, 300 miles apart, like Chicago, St. Louis, yeah. Chicago, Detroit, uh, New York, D.C., Francisco. Francisco. Yes, all those things. If we could get a means by which the we could get the bullet trains that they have like in Japan yeah. to go that way, we could then relieve some of the stress we have on the airlines and of course that would be their fuels are not they're not going to be using electricity to get those propters to go around. I don't no. want to be on the plane. I don't want to be on the electric plane, I don't think, at this okay. point. <laughs> Save no, that for another that, day. That's not ready. That's not ready. <laughs> it's not ready to happen. No. No. It's re- <laughs> oh, electric planes from Boeing. What could go wrong? <laughs> yeah. Now, of course, the problem we have here is that these industries are, are, are too big to, to, to fail. So what we have to do is we have to give them enormous mon- amounts of money, particularly during the pandemic, to survive. So, But what we need to do is to take a look at the bill and make sure that it complements and works with a green approach. And the thing that the uh, last thing I want to say about this mm-hmm. is that what are we doing right now to uh, to fund this bill? Now, this bill is going to take 15 years to recoup from. That's important. 15 years. Yeah. That's probably a severe understatement if we ever survive the, the cost yeah. of it. But they're they're looking. Uh, Biden is looking at uh, taxing corporations, which, believe me, I have no problem with corporations playing, paying their finally paying their fair share between loopholes, this, that, whatever, and just the pure yeah. low rates. These corporations are getting away with murder. But the thing is that we could actually put together some funding that might go in the direction of limiting our resources and what we do. And some of the obvious ones, which are probably not too popular, would be to, and I know gasoline taxes are high already, but what we need to do is limit the amount of gasoline vehicles, the use of them. And one way we can do that is to increase the taxes for uh, for gasoline and using that money to then fund some of these things. And and you go to Europe and... uh, Mm. Gasoline is prices off the charts. It is yeah, enormous. It is. it is, but people don't use. That's not the primary thing people use over there anymore. That's right. They, they so there's a lot of propane. Yeah. So it's uh, they've got that in addition to the fact they've got you know I know Europe's smaller and they can do this. Uh, they've got an incredible yep. rail system that allows people to bounce around from. From country to country, whatever, and uh, I think there's a lot. I mean, I spent some time over in Italy, and I was amazed at the way that they limit their use of resources. Hey, look, yes. we got we got to take a look here and say that there are, there are two things we definitely need in order to continue. One is air, so yeah. we got to make sure we got air out there. Water yeah. comes in handy, and let's just yeah. throw a little food in there too. Okay, wouldn't hurt. Could it hurt? Wouldn't hurt, you know. And so we need to take a look at things like that as we look at this bill. So that's my agree. green take on it. Mm. 
I agree. I agree. I think that has to be, you know, if you build it, they will come. So if you build an eight lane highway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It'll come. You will never have an expressway that will be efficient in terms of that because it just attracts it. It just attracts more cars. It attracts cars the way trailers attract tornadoes. Really? Yeah, Yeah. I know. Not many people know that. Another gem. Not two people know. How about how about two groaners? Groaners? Do I have groaners? Okay, our groaners. We we have two groaners. Our groaners are provided to us by Vincent Anthony Lauder Jr., commonly referred to as the coach. The coach. Saint Vincent. Or, yeah. He delivers, and mm. he did this week. And here here we go. First groaner. Why did NASA? Tell the astronauts confronted with a pandemic on the moon, what did he tell, what did the NASA tell them to do? So what did NASA tell the astronauts confronted with a pandemic on the moon to do? Oh man. That's a lot of, that's a, that's a mouthful, isn't it? it yeah. You know, it's got me <laughs> curious. What did, what, what did they tell them? Told them to shelter in space. Nice. Nice. COVID era <laughs> groaner. I like shelter in space. Ooh, it's not funny at all, but it is interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's hope this. Uh, I, I like to deliver. I, now the pressure's on. Now I got to really yeah. deliver. Okay. Yeah. What challenge faced the guy whose girlfriend used to date a clown? What challenge, what challenge? faced the guy whose girlfriend used to date a clown? Uh, he was bad at makeup sex. <laughs> oh, you're gonna have to. You're gonna get, get might get some partial credit for that if you if you you pitch it hard enough with the teacher. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, here's the answer. He had big shoes to fill. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. We're gonna have to have a conference with. It was. We talked about. We've been talking about Rudy. Yeah, Pizzuti. Rudy Kazuti, that's the, right. Yeah, and sure Former enough, I came up with a clown. America. I came up with a clown groaner. <laughs> it's been known to wear clown shoes. That's for sure. <laughs> All right, John, you did very well. Did Thank my you. best.